men who crave podcasts. Look back over the night court jokes of their episodes. Pile them all together and call it Zombie Takeout. Welcome to episode 503 of Zombie, Zombie Takeout, the B-Movie and Cult Movie Show. I'm John. And hello, I'm Scotto. And without any further ado, on to this week's movie, which is from 1987, Masters of the Universe. This is a year later than last week's movie. Oh. We're almost going in chronological order. Yeah. And of course, that brings us to the impromptu plot summary, sponsored by homoeroticism. It doesn't always have to be subtle. Also brought to you by Fantasy Sci-Fi Gumbo. May the one true Batman who's bigger on the inside live long and dream of electric sheep. All right. So we have uh, some sort of war going on on this other planet in a galaxy far, far away. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the current time, unfortunately, (laughs) it might have worked better if it was long, long ago. But anyway, we um, it's not going well. Um, the evil Skeletor who uh, they're at war with has uh, pretty much taken over their own castle, I guess it is. Mm-hmm. Castle Castle. Yeah. Uh, that, all that, I know about He-Man is the visuals and that he is based in Castle Grayskull and that's you know by the power of Grayskull, blah, blah, blah. So he lost the goddamn castle right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, it's turns out it's because of this inventor who... who it's like the Star Trek people came up with what seemed like such a great invention to open any lock and then gave it to somebody who used it for bad purposes. Yoda the Tinkerer, as I was thinking of him. Yoda the Tinkerer, not bad. But, uh, so, uh, they, uh, they, they find out he's got another key and, uh, but of course, uh, Skeletor is onto them and ready to try to capture He-Man and uh, who's of course our hero here hmm. and um, they wind up escaping into another uh, part of the galaxy and unfortunately that other part of the galaxy is Earth hmm. 1987 yeah and um, runs yeah. into Courtney Cox and the guy who played Tom, ha- Tom Paris on Voyager Right. Before Voyager, of course. Yes, and uh, he, uh, they, uh, they wind up getting into uh, the middle of this. Uh, the well, the boyfriend and girlfriend wind up getting into the middle of this war somehow. They send their best warriors uh, to Not try the to. Not girlfriend, Skeletor. Yes, Skeletor sends their best warriors through, across the universe to the Earth to get He-Man, and they have trouble getting a high school girl. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's um yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, gang that couldn't shoot straight uh, nonsense that goes on. Uh, a detective bumbles into this too, and uh, it just gets um, it almost gets into like a farce yeah. kind of caper thing. It at uh, points is very entertainingly ridiculous. When uh, then Skeletor finally comes to earth himself and uh captures he-man and his friends 
and makes a deal with him to uh, keep his friends alive, uh, but he will become Skeletor's slave, and but then refuses to kneel, even though he's agreed to become his slave. Kind of goes back on his agreement, if you think mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, uh, but the friends figure out a way to uh, to go back to Skull to free the sorceress that's been, you know, used as a prop this whole time to Bringing get a portion of a brick wall and half of a car with them. <laughs> yes. To bring Skeletor his power. And, uh, they wind up of course in a big old fight and, uh, Larity ensues. Mm-hmm. Should mention Skeletor is played by the late great Frank Langella and yeah. the Yoda, t- the tinkerer Yoda was played by the late great Billy Barty. Both like top billing, by the way. I thought that was very interesting to see Billy Barty with uh, yeah. top billing in a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't know if that happened very often. Possibly but, uh, that uh, Wizard of Oz movie that we were thinking of uh, over the rainbow. I think he was in that. Maybe, maybe. The opening credits of this one. You talked about the the sci-fi fantasy salad. Opening credits, <laughs> very Superman. Yes, it's just I. You know, I think. Last week was just confounding mm-hmm. as to how someone could make a movie that bad. Yeah. This week, the only shocking part of this is that this was a major studio release. Yeah. $22 million went into this. <laughs> and soundtracks did not cost nearly as much back then as they do now. Because the soundtrack is, of course, top-notch. Hmm. The first Burton Batman was 89, right? Yes. So this is before they really knew how to do this sort of thing well. Because He-Man is just as ridiculous as any superhero. Now, I'm not familiar with the cartoon, though, the source material. I have a very passing familiarity with it. Um, Is it really that G.I. Joe meets Conan? Pretty much. Although... I was disappointed. He, he doesn't have He Man's haircut. That page boy thing. Oh, right. Instead, so he's got the eighties like yeah. feather, you yeah. know, um, MacGyver. Which I totally <laughs> get for for um, Dolph. He, he, I, I get why he wouldn't want that that wig. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren played He Man. I get why he wouldn't want the wig, but it is really just that extra bit of cheese that makes. He-Man kind of interesting. That and all the homoerotic subtext. Look into that. Um, One of my favorite parts of this movie, though, is at the very beginning, I think there, when he receives news of Skeletor taking over the castle or something, mm-hmm. or something happens, and he just gives this look of kind of like, why the fuck did I agree to be this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Skeletor is very emperor um, yes. One of my uh, suggested titles was Skeletor Palpatine. Um, it's like the Emperor with like Luke on steroids. <laughs> yes. And his men are, of course, all modeled after the uniforms mm-hmm. are those Death Star, okay. right. you know, black helmet mm-hmm. uniforms. So, like, did they think no one was going to notice? <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. or did they think, cool, this is just like some other movie. 
And the latex makeup on the on the actors who were aliens was just spectacularly bad. The makeup on—I don't think it was makeup on Skeletor. I think it was either plastic or rubber. Well, by makeup I mean I'm including prosthetics. Yeah, but sometimes it was so bad you could see his neck. Yeah, yeah. You could see his skin underneath, and then towards the end, and and this—I mean the capper. They need to do a better job on him because they gave him close-ups and shit mm-hmm. where you could see the felt covering his nose. <laughs> it looked like he just had a beanbag inside the <laughs> skull. But, but you knew it was his nose and it was just... like Again, I kept going, $22 million. Mm-hmm. And you know Lundgren wasn't pulling that kind of money. No, no. Or Langella. No. Or Courtney Cox, for that matter. This is mm-hmm. only her second movie. Yeah, no, she definitely wasn't. Um, she was only a few years out of uh, Misfits of Science in the Springsteen video. Right. There was like some other movie she did before, like the same year. Mm-hmm. All of these people are TV guys. John right. Cipher, you know. Lundgren was only a couple years after... Uh, Rocky yeah. Four. Langella, uh, I mean, he was a name, but he wasn't... Langella was never really that much of a name. I think he's a TV guy, along with Cypher. Uh-huh. So there were no real names pulling that money. It was effects. Lights. Yeah. But I got to give it to Langella. The man knew how to choose scenery. Oh, my God, yeah. That's kind of the shame of this. Was This could have been something if they had some people with imagination mm. behind it. Yeah. Because even Lundgren could pull some shit off, oh, you know? yeah. yeah. Like, he wasn't like, bad. None of the performances were bad. Even Tom Paris like was I've decent. Seen, I've seen Lundgren in some really bad movies that mm. he's, you know, he's good in. You know, mm. he pulls, like, Universal Soldier. You know, he was kind of fun in that. Mm. I did have fun with this movie. I was pretty bored. <laughs> well, the the stuff on Eternity of the Planet where it starts was great. I loved that first right. fight scene. Billy Barty is amazing. They got to Earth, it got kind of boring. Oh, yes. As soon as they got to Earth, it was like, oh, no. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, why? why if the entire movie was on Attorney, if it was just the fight, the battle, it would have, I think it could have gotten a five. It, it might have been interesting, yeah. Or some other planet, even. Mm. Like, where just weird shit was going on there, and right. they were out of their element. Um, but, yeah, the stuff on Earth with high school kids and whatnot, mm. oh, my God. I liked the boyfriend thinking it, the key was a synthesizer. Right. It's, oh. it, it's rooted in sound. It uses sound to manipulate and open yeah. uh, doors to universe, different planets and universes or whatever. And and I, I liked that He-Man and company weren't really trying to blend in until a later point in the film. <laughs> Did they? Did they try to blend in? I missed that. I think they were trying, well, at least um, the Barty's character, the the, hot, the little one. Oh, right, yeah. He, he tried to dress up as a, as a he, as an Earthling. Um, but He-Man's walking around with the cape and, the, you know, the leather across his chest. The classic He-Man, except they gave him a cape. Um, yeah, it's kind of like how nobody figured Ron Halford out for many, many years, even <laughs> though it was blindingly obvious. Um, 
I liked Skeletor's Warriors. Um, they reminded me of the inner the Empire Strikes Back bounty hunters, except the 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 prosthetics were just so oh yeah so bad. Hmm. I I mean they just it had the feel of a mighty Morphin Power Rangers thing going Very on. Very much. And I realized, oh, yeah, that's who they were just lifting from this. Like mm-hmm. they they were taking from this movie or or from He Man itself, maybe the cartoon. Some of the firefights with the you know the helmeted warriors looked just like star uh, uh, stormtrooper fights. Yeah, like the movements, everything. They were very very stormtrooper, and just as accurate too. Yeah, um, I this is a guitar geek thing. But in the scene where they're shooting up the gym, you know, where you have the instruments set up, I saw a Fender Performer. It's It was their, like, metal guitar. that One of their metal guitars that they put out in the mid-'80s for, like, two years. Yeah. It, 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 it was discontinued the year before this movie, so I think they probably got it for cheap. It's still not worth a ton, but it's it's kind of a collector's item now, so it was nice to see that. They didn't destroy it? I didn't see it get broken, fortunately, because okay. that would have been upsetting. Um, I was going to say. I liked all of the musicians saying that the key was a Japanese synthesizer. Because <laughs> I was a musician in, in 87, and I remember like thinking everything cool was Japanese, especially synthesizers. I, I guess there were Yamaha synthesizers, but I can't remember much else. Well, Yamaha, I mean... The DX7 was the official synthesizer of the 80s. So. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't expect a body count, but Skeletor actually killed one of his minions. <laughs> it was a very low body count, though, right? Well, I mean, it was just the one, but I didn't expect a body count at all in, in what was effectively a kid's movie. One does not make a count, though. <laughs> well, technically. Um <laughs> You need you need at least you need multiples somewhere in the level of a mass murder. You mm-hmm. have it has to be <laughs> there has to be mass to it. I didn't expect any deaths, so I was surprised to see the one. Um, it's got to be difficult to find a guitar strap that fits an extraterrestrial key. <laughs> Thing had like a guitar strap on it. Um, that music store firefight, incredibly Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I liked um, Skeletor's hovering throne. It was basically just Langella on a crane. And then how about the the green goblin uh, <laughs> flying boards? Yeah, yeah. Which which I think I mean, I guess that that was something that would have been if they had made a Spider Man movie back then, they would have mm-hmm. been in that anyway because oh, yeah. that was from the comic, right? It was nicely convenient that they had all the gear on hand that they needed to play the tones to get the key to work. Yeah. Um, it was like they formed Voltron. And that second set of armor that Skeletor has, that was very Power Rangers. I got a big kick out of that. <laughs> I refer to it in my notes as culturally appropriated Liberace. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, a bit samurai. <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking more like uh, Aztec, you know, Mayan. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, I gotta say, Langella almost makes it me- uh, recommendable. Ah, uh, I, you know, he could have, but between the makeup and the story just going so flat, mm-hmm. I, I, I could. 
<laughs> oh no, I I say almost. <laughs> uh, I, I again, I love the brick wall and the half a car coming with them when they show up back at the palace. And then that fight at the palace. Well, Evelyn needed to do more than just stand around. I liked all the firefights. They were ridiculous stormtrooper fights, and I got a big kick out of that. But that's all she did. She just watched the fight. <laughs> and then, like, I think I'll go somewhere now. <laughs> do you think Karen Black actually was it Karen Black? I don't think it no, was Karen. Um, Meg Foster. Meg Foster. Yeah, I, I get the two confused. Um, she doesn't strike me as a person who would actually want to do any kind of fight training. <laughs> it wasn't I, really her she, gig as an actor. At least shoot a gun. Yeah, yeah. You know, why Why just stand there? <laughs> why be in a fight? I didn't care for the ending. I, I, I don't even get what the ending was supposed to be. So, you know, they open the... They, they you know, defeat Skeletor. They're in Eternia in, in Castle Grayskull. And um, Tinker oh, Ariota gets Skelter, the key working again. Skeletor becomes like the sentient form of the chandelier from Fan of the Opera, yeah, where he falls for like half an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, Tinker Ariota sends them, gets the key working again, sends them back to Earth, the, the, the couple. And on the way out, she screams something about send us back in time because her parents had died years before in an, a couple of years before in an accident so yeah they're sent back in time before the accident she persuades her parents not to go on vacation on the plane that killed them so wait they're sent back in time into themselves somehow yeah yeah that's okay. what i don't care for that and i just don't like those kind of retcon endings i i just i i'm like yeah that that scene where Evelyn takes the form of the mom, which just kind of a what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we'd never seen the mom before that, so mm-hmm. like to us it was just kind of this weird. I, left we knew turn that her thing. parents had died. I think we saw a photo, or like a newspaper photo earlier. But yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, I want to see somebody redo this, uh, re-edit it by beaming her into like the set of friends. <laughs> God, he no, sends please. her to the future instead of the past. Incorporating friends will not make this better. <laughs> At least not for me. <laughs> A little bit of trivia. Sales of He-Man toys dipped in the middle of production, after which director Guy uh, Gary Goddard noted that Mattel, who had previously been very controlling, allowed him to take more liberties with the character. So... <laughs> I, I think it's oh, all. Oh, that's why there was the page fault. boy hair and stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And there's a ton of like writers uncredited and rewriting in this. Mm-hmm. And of course. It, it's just uh, a big studio disaster. They they got a property mm-hmm. and had no idea what to do with it. And they just took, like, hey, this is the sweet theme from Superman. And this is mm-hmm. <laughs> this and that and threw it all together. Yeah. No sequels, obviously. And <laughs> I mean, uh, there is going to be a remake of sorts. There's talk of a live-action Netflix series. Did Kevin Smith do something with this? Like an animated series? There was a She-Ra animated series recently that was pretty good. I don't think Smith was involved. Um, I don't know if he 
done another animated series. I know, again, Netflix is talking about doing a live action. Yeah, Kevin Smith He-Man from 221. Oh, I knew Masters about of that. the Universe Revelation with, uh, let's see, Chris Wood, Lena Hetty as okay. Evelyn. Yeah. Huh. Mark Hamill Skeletor. Okay, I'm going to have to check that out then. <laughs> you mentioned Hamill Skeletor. I definitely need to see yeah. it. Is that Sarah Michelle Geller? Yeah, it's Tila. Okay. Under Brains? Kevin Conroy is Merman. Okay. Conroy <laughs> Hamill, I'm yes. there. Um, Under Brains? Under Brains. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, it dipped in the middle when they were on Earth, but it was ridiculous enough to keep me interested. I'm going three. Ah, man. Uh, this could have been so much better. It was... Uh really boring though however the bars from last week has yeah. been set so low that i'm giving this a two yeah if we hadn't done star <laughs> crystal last week i don't know if i would have gone up to a three it's honestly one of the lowest movies yeah, we yeah. saw last week <laughs> i'd probably be about a brain for this yeah <laughs> I, I, I i think star crystal bought this a half brain at least <laughs> yeah probably half a brain for star crystal Half a brain for Langella, yeah, uh, and one for keeping the camera in focus. So two brains for me. What have we learned? Have a good Johnny. Now learn that I have the power. That's it for Masters of the Universe. Until next time, we'll be reviewing Flash Gordon, another one that I'm not expecting much from. Do you know who would be a great person to play Skeletor? Actually, hmm? Paul Giamatti. I mean, Giamatti would be perfect for anything, but I don't know if I necessarily see him as Skeletor. All well, because think about it. He, he claims he has the power and, you know, just be like, well, what's that supposed to mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> and with that, of course, always remember, never forget, wherever you go in life, there you are. There you are. There you are.